Welcome to the Compass Podcast, featuring Chris Shandro and the Compass team. We hope this message is just for you. Well, hey. Now, before we begin, I want to tell you about something that is going to happen today. It's something I believe we need, that our whole world needs. Uh, I believe that this is something that makes any situation better, no matter how bad it is. Today, there will be puppies. Okay, (laughs) just wait for it going to happen. Today we're in a message series called Citizens, because when we become followers of Jesus, we also become citizens of heaven. Our identification changes. Uh, The allegiance to our place of origin changes. Where we come from, it, it shifts and changes, which means our priorities and customs change. Last week, we talked about how people who belong to Jesus, they think Jesus' thoughts, and they pursue his priorities. And so if that's you, that's your new citizenship. Now, as we continue to work through Colossians chapter 3 together, uh, we need to remember the last verse that we talked about last week. And we ended last week on Colossians chapter 3 verse 4. This is what the Apostle Paul said. He said, you died to this life and your new life is hidden in Christ. It means this, that your new citizenship, it's a big deal. It includes an old life that died and a new life that was born. It's not just a new habit. It's not just adding Jesus into your life because Jesus isn't an ingredient you add in. He's the whole soup. And so you are a new person now with a whole new life. And after making that clear in his letter to the Colossian church, the Apostle Paul reveals more about what that new life and new citizenship means for us in Colossians 3.5. And he continues to write. He says this, So put to death the sinful earthly things lurking within you. Now, if you just read that at the surface, it sounds kind of extreme, right? Put to death something that's lurking inside of me. I mean, it's great advice if I have a tapeworm, but how does that apply to me as a citizen of the kingdom of God? And I think what Paul is getting at is this. It's it's now that we know who we are, It's time to deal with some of the old stuff that's been hanging around. It's time to know what we need to do or what we need to not do. And so he continues writing uh, to us in in Colossians 3, 5 through 7. He says, have nothing to do with sexual morality, impurity, lust, and evil desires. Don't be greedy, for a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. Because of these sins, the anger of God is coming. You used to do these things when your life was still part of this world. Now, what Paul has given us is a long list of things that as citizens of heaven, we are not to have anything to do with. And maybe you can resonate with some of these things on this list because they're struggles for you. And maybe not. But before we get too far into the specifics of this, let me point out two really important things that we need to know as we get into this, as as we're talking about this. And the first thing just set aside to understand is this, is that you have a new life in Jesus. You have a new identity, new priorities and customs, and with that comes a new and different way of living life. And the second thing is this, it's that following Jesus requires us to let some things go. I know we talk a lot about the net gain that Jesus brings into your life, that following him is the best life you could ever live, and it is. But only when we accept that saying yes to a new life in Jesus 
means saying no to much of what was messing up our old life without Jesus. And what kind of stuff? I mean, Paul says it. Stuff like sexual morality, impurity, lust, greed. Now, these are big, obvious bads, right? But there's more. Paul continues writing, and he says this, starting in verse 8. He says, but now is the time to get rid of anger, rage, malicious behavior, slander, and dirty language. And then he wraps it up by saying, don't lie to each other. I mean, have you ever told a lie? I mean, I have. Have you ever gotten disproportionately angry at someone? This guy has. Ever talk about someone behind their back or say negative things about someone else? If so, Paul's talking to you. This is for you and me. You see, those things were normal in your, in your old life. In fact, for most of the world, even though the things on Paul's list may not be things to aspire to, they're perfectly acceptable. Think about this. Anger is the norm now. If you are angry at someone about something, then you don't have a social media account. Uh, greed is greed's actually something that we aspire to. And, and think about this. We aspire to greed as long as you are successful at it and actually get rich. In that case, we're fine with greed. If you're bad at it, we're not. Look, we, we look at sex. Sex is just a biological act, and it has no boundaries at all as long as there's consent. Lust is just business as usual for our old life. I mean, take online pornography. 90% of teens and 96% of young adults are either encouraging, accepting, or neutral when they talk about porn with their friends. And teens and young adults between 13 and 24 they believe that not recycling is worse than viewing pornography. But according to Paul, these are the sinful earthly things lurking within us, the tapeworm that we need to get rid of and have nothing to do with. Okay, take a deep breath. That took a dark turn pretty quickly. And I, I don't know about you, um, I need a palate cleanser. So now I think it's puppy time. So first I want to show you one of my favorite types of dog videos, and they are dog videos where dogs and puppies are completely confused. Check this out. I love it. That dog is so confused. I can only imagine what that dog is thinking. It's like, my master called me in. She wants me in there. I belong in there. So why can't I get in there? No matter how hard this dog tries or how many, or how many times he tries, he's not getting into the house with that stick. In a lot of ways, we are puppies. You and me. 
Because Jesus has, has called us in and invited us into a new life with him, and he's opened the door to us. The problem that many of us face is that while we know he's inviting us in and that we belong in there, we can't seem to get in because we're holding on to stuff from our old life. So what we do is we try to force the stick of our old life through the door. We try to force these two different lives to come together so that we can live the way we want and still experience life in Christ. But there's just no way that these two will ever come together. It, it doesn't work. And when we try, this happens. We back away, right? I mean, I'm out. You can only try to force the stick through the door so many times until you just have to give up. It's discouraging to feel like you're failing in your faith. It's discouraging to try and have a foot in both worlds because what ends up happening is, is we just tell ourselves that going through the door isn't that great anyway, right? I mean, we're like, I, I tried to follow Jesus, but it didn't work. Nothing changed for me, and so if it didn't work for me, it, this whole thing must not be real. And because we're discouraged by the tension of not being able to bring our stick into God's house, we just decide that God's house was no good anyway. It doesn't work. So we hold on to the stick of our old life, and we back away from the new life that Jesus is offering. We all have sticks that we are carrying around. Your stick, it may be lighter or it might be bigger than mine, but all of our sticks are keeping us from fully experiencing the life that God has for us, which is our full citizenship in the kingdom of God. So what do we do? <laughs> and there it is. We do what Paul encouraged us to do. And it's this, put down the stick. Put down the stick. If we can just take that stick of our old lives and just put it down, you can go right in. Because that stick, those things, you used to do those things when your life was still part of this world. But now is the time to get rid of those things. Now is the time to put them down. I, and I love the language that Paul uses to describe this, his own language. He, he writes this in Colossians 3.9 as we follow through this passage. He says, For you have stripped off your old sinful nature and all its wicked deeds. You've stripped it off. And listen, it's time for you to strip off that old sinful nature. So I enjoy mowing my yard, and after I mow it, I am completely covered in grass and dirt and sweat. I'm filthy. And I don't want to track all that stuff through my house. So when I'm done, I go into the laundry room that's off the garage. I go in through the garage, and I strip off those dirty clothes before I go in. Now, just so you know, how far I strip down depends on who is home, because I don't want anyone to be surprised or scarred for life. But for me, entry into the house requires me to strip off my old dirty clothes. 
Listen, it's time for followers of Jesus to start stripping. Yeah, I said it. And so did Paul, because the best part of following Jesus happens after we strip off the things of our old life. Paul continues to write this, for you have stripped off your old sinful nature and all its wicked deeds. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. The reason you can put down the stick of your old nature is because God has a new nature that's ready for you. Paul says to be renewed, to be made new. And that means this, is that when you put down the stick of your old life, of your old sinful habits, behaviors, and you fully enter into a relationship of obedience and trust with Jesus, he changes you for the better. He recreates you. He reshapes you. He redefines you. He begins the process of making you like him from the inside out. And he's perfect. He's perfect in joy, perfect in love, peace, and hope. He's perfect in holiness, perfect in relationship with him and with others. The reason you can trust Jesus and put down the stick of your old life is because he has something new for you. And it's wonderful. And it's ready for you to, to pick up in its place. Look at how Jesus says it in his own words in Matthew eleven twenty eight. He says, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and the burden that I give you is light. Jesus says, come to me, put down your stick and take up something even better. Put down the old way of living, the old sinful habits, the customs of your old country. Honestly, it's keeping you from being who you want to be. And it's keeping you from getting where you want to go. And in holding on to it, you're preventing God from fully getting his hands around every aspect of your life. And look, it's heavy anyway. Just put it down and fully embrace your new citizenship in the kingdom of God because the door's open and you can walk through it when you do. So Christian, you follower of Jesus, you may be struggling in your faith right now. You may be discouraged because things aren't working the way that you want them to, the way that you thought they would or think that they should. And maybe the reason is because there's tension, in, and maybe the reason there's tension in your faith is because you are still holding on to your old way of life. There's these behaviors and attitudes that you've been unwilling to let go of in your walk with God. And now you've come to a doorway that you can't enter until you put those things down. And the problem is not that God's promises for you aren't true. Perhaps the reason that you haven't experienced his promises yet is because you have sinful earthly habits and behaviors that are preventing you from getting through the door. And whatever that thing is for you, and I'm certain that the Holy Spirit is bringing it clearly to your mind right now. So you know what that thing is. But whatever it is, it's time to put it down. And it's time to have nothing to do with it anymore. Now, if you're watching this uh, and, and you're not a follower of Jesus, maybe this is the first time that you've ever been told that you don't have to carry that burden anymore. 
You see, Jesus is inviting you into a new thing, a new life with him. The old way, it isn't working for you anyway, and you know it. So today, will you put down your stick and will you say yes to a new life of following Jesus? Will you do it today? Pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for what you're speaking to us out of your word. And I thank you, God, that even though sometimes confronting issues inside of ourselves can be challenging and difficult, that God, you want to take the heavy burden that we are carrying when we do this, and you want to give us a better life, a new life, a burden that's light and easy to carry. So Father, I pray that you would help us, each and every single one of us, those of us who are followers of Jesus and those who are making that decision just today. Lord, we are honestly standing outside of a doorway, holding on to a stick that's too big to let us through. God, and whether that stick is sexual sin, lust, greed, God, whether it's just deep-seated, uh, deep-rooted issues of anger in our lives, and maybe, God, it's just attitudes or relationships that we have just been unwilling to let go of and to put down in order to pick up something better and new and to follow you into your kingdom. God, I pray that today that you would give us the courage and the strength to do it. God, I pray that you would show each and every single one of us that there's something better on the other side when we do. And God, that stick, that thing that you've brought to each and every single one of our minds, Father, that so clearly you are letting us know is the thing that we are to have nothing to do with anymore because we are citizens of heaven. I pray that it would be easy to unload that burden and to follow you. God, I pray with those who, who say, I want to become a follower of Jesus today. God, I pray with them. God, I want to give you my life. I pray that you would forgive me of my sin, God. I've tried to do this my own way and it isn't working. So today I lay down the stick of my old life. God, and I, I accept your invitation into something bigger and better and new. And I thank you for that, Lord. I pray in your name. Amen. Thank you for joining us at Compass. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you have any questions about Compass or this message, contact us at our website, www.compassbn.com. 